Hey, welcome back to Season 3 of Pigeonal Hockey, a participating member of the Hockey Focus Family Podcast. This is Chris and today's co-host, Steve. Hey, how's it going, hockey fans? And we're just a couple goalies that have taken one too many pucks to the head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So uh, how goes life, Steve? It's going well. Going well. Hitting the uh, busy season of life. Again, I, I will always repeat this because I'm in the awesome time of the year here in Arizona. Weather's dropping, bonfire, hot tub season. Oh, you just love being outside, so we're going to start ramping up the hike. So, And we are knee-deep into hockey season, my friend. So, I love it. Oh, I love it's it. so glorious. So glorious this time of the year. It is the best time of year. I'm telling you, fall and the winter, is, uh, once it hits September... September through December, I couldn't be any happier. I'm at my peak happiness. January gets very depressing very quickly, and that lasts until about March when it warms up a bit, and that lasts till about June when I go back into depression because I hate the heat. So, yeah, I guess that's that's the cycle of my uh, my life so you, right there. So you're made but, of snow like I am. However, yes. <laughs> my snow's adapted to Arizona. So <laughs> <laughs> I have that I've, I've that buffalo blood. So I'm uh. I, I love my snow. And plus, I guess this dark, depressing weather everywhere I, I go. I love that dark, depressing weather. I don't know. It, it's in my blood, man. Well, you know, what's funny. You just triggered this memory for me, man, is um, when we first moved here, it was just my wife and I. And we drove all the way from Montreal to Phoenix, Arizona, made a few stops on the way to say goodbye to family members. because We knew it was going to be a stretch before we could see them. But I wasn't allowed to work because I was coming under my wife's work visa. So I was waiting for work authorization. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So I was going nuts. I need to be busy doing stuff. So my wife said, just go home for a week to visit. Go back to Ottawa, that area. We had a lot of family and friends in that area. So I did. And I remember it was hot as heck, dude. When we got here, I I, I was watching National Geographic, not really looking at the weather. I thought it was going to get to zero at night in the desert, not in the urban desert. So it was our first night here, man. It was like 108 at night. I just went, what the heck did we do? But I remember flying to Ottawa. I think it was November. It was negative 20 Celsius. I got off the plane and I went outside and everybody thought I was nuts because I just had jeans and a T-shirt on. And I was just soaking in the cold at that point going, oh, this feels great. <laughs> it just yeah. feels great. So, yeah, you just That's reminded me. me about that one. Now, if I try to do that today, I uh, would have uh, <laughs> I'd be with I'd be in the hospital with hypothermia within minutes. So anyway, uh, <laughs> speaking of hospitalization, we've got goalies here that uh, have robbed people so bad <laughs> that uh, I, I think there's I think there's some trauma going on, my friend. Uh, there, there definitely is, and that's what this episode is going to be all about. It's going to be the masked men of the USPHL's Mountain Division. The masked men of the USPHL's Northwest Division is an episode we did previously, so definitely give that a listen, and also check out the articles on the Hockey Focus, because that is basically what these are all about. It was a very popular episode. We got a lot of excellent feedback on it. We already said we thought it would be pretty cool to keep doing these, so I think we're going to. And uh, let's kick this one off, man. Let's break right into it. So, yeah, let's let's talk about the Idaho Fall Spud Kings. And let's take a look at Jude Eiling first. Yeah, so Jude Eiling is a 2003 out of London, Great Britain. He's in his first year of USPHL Premier Action, but he's no stranger to the USPHL U18 program with the Islanders Hockey Club, the season cut short by the pandemic. He's had a couple saves featured on the uh, Pigeon Hockey Twitter and Instagram page, and they are in your inbox. 
I'm going to go take a look at this first one. So I got to queue it up. We are just starting the third period. It's a four nothing game. And here we go. Ooh, long stretch pass. And then on the breakaway. Oh, shuts down a five hole. And then we're, oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> oh, nicely done. Shuts down the five hole and kicks back in the splits to finish off the save. Oh, oh, oh. filthy, Jude. Just filthy. Hey, Jude. <laughs> <laughs> don't make sure it bad buddy <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys that was filthy um i'm even just looking at that clip right now and the positioning for him to be down you know almost full splits and then push out harder like that I, it just broke my body wow that was good yeah, and it looks like I sent you the same clip back to back there. So we don't have the other clip I intended to send you on, Jude. But that one was fun. That one's fun, and I just watched it again. So, <laughs> Jude, that, that was great. Wow. Okay, that really kicked me off. I didn't even need caffeine. So I think that's going to be my kicker in the morning when I can't get going. Just look at a couple saves like that and say, okay, I'm good. My my blood's going here. All right, so let's talk about Benjamin DeFiori. Yeah, so Ben DeFiore, so he's a 2002 out of Glen Falls, New York. He's in his second year of junior hockey, having spent the previous season in the NA3HLs with the Bay State Bobcats and posting an impressive 918 save percentage in 25 games. He's carried the bulk of the weight for the Spud Kings in net so far, and uh, <laughs> he's been featured a lot. So um, I think you should have at least two because I think I limited this podcast to two per goalie uh, for the goalies we had videos on. But uh, he has a bunch, but I sent you two of them, and I think you're going to be pretty happy, and I think they're from the same game. Yeah, this is a 5 nothing game here. Six minutes to go in a second. A little shot on over. Nice save. Oh, nice recovery. Oh, ho, ho, ho. shots coming in up high. Hit some players right there for the rebound, but he shuts them down. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm watching this one again because I love this type of stuff. Hits them up high. Oh, robs him with that glove. Nice, nicely done. Nice recovery on that. That's a tough save. So when, you know, there's, there's lots of little things that, you know, are tough on goaltenders, right? You know, a puck coming in there, a high floater on a screen like that, you just, if you can't pick it up right away, it just creates such havoc. So great job on that recovery there, Ben. Nice save. Now we're yeah, going both, to the of these, both of these saves are from 30 September, and I think Ailing saved the one I actually sent you. Because the 22nd one didn't send. Uh, I sent you the one from the 29th. So everyone that's watching away on Twitter and Instagram, uh, these are the saves that that uh, Steve is watching. So this one also is from the 30 September. Yeah, we got we're at seven nothing here. Third period, 14 left to go. Coming on in, got a shot from the side. Nice pushover. Nice save again. He he does a great job off of the you know secondary. And there he goes making some more saves again. Holy cow! It's yeah, he's going. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah he made a bunch going. of saves in that series. Yeah, no kidding. Like, I was right away. I was like, <laughs> okay, there's there's a nice push. There's a nice rebound save. Oh, I thought it was going to be done. I'm like, here we go again. Yeah, you know, great job not losing focus, you know, at all. Still staying with it, getting right back up, and getting prepped for the other save here. It almost looks like it's a power play, but it's not. It, uh, they're, just, they're just swarming them at this point. So that's where you go tap your goalie on the pads and say, yeah. Thanks for just, you know, keeping us hanging around in this and even a little bit more. Well played. Well played. So I'm assuming there that they were down 7 nothing at that point. Yeah, there was about 13 minutes left. I think that's when a Dan K show was visiting Pueblo 
And uh, I can't recall exactly what Lucas Jones, uh, who's uh, the co-host there with Dan Kay, uh, had said there. But he's like, I honestly think Ben DeFiore is two people. <laughs> he's yeah. like two, two goalies and, and, and one set of pads. He's like, because, yeah, he, he's not human right now. I think that's what the Lucas Jones had said. But what's amazing about that, too, so for our non-goalies to understand is when you're getting shell-shocked like that and you're getting, say, you know, shot after shot after shot and there's, you know, you're getting beat on some, you know, is when it's just the ability to stay focused and continue to make saves like that and not just collapsing and giving up, right? So, yeah, that's impressive, really impressive. So that's why we don't focus on the score so much. We're looking at the saves because right there I'm even more impressed that, it's a seven nothing game. It's easy just to mail it on in and let them keep lightning on up. But focused, making you know at least there was at least four to five saves in that one little sequence there. So really impressive there, Ben. So now let's shift on over to Karsten Shrimpton. Yeah, so Shrimpton is a 2003 out of West Vancouver, British Columbia. He enters his third year of junior hockey, having played not only in the USPHL Premier previously, but the Canadian-based PIJHL and VIJHL as well. Shrimpton saw a lot of action in the early weeks of the Spud Kings, and he was featured several times in September, but he hasn't seen a lot of action so far in October. And I think I sent over two of his saves from September to you, uh, I think they're dated the 16th and 18th of September, so go for it. And another another high-scoring game. Ten looks like 10 minutes left to go. Oh, <laughs> I was focusing on the score and looking at the the, the clock time because that's a quick transition. Nice steal in the neutral zone by the other team coming in on a three on O. Camera angles aren't the best on that one, but one two beautiful saves makes the stop yeah. on the initial breakaway save. But man, they sprung on a three on O on this. Which is interesting, yeah. though, is like the third player backed and kind of sat back a bit, maybe smart defensively. You got two guys already going in, right? But nice yes. sequence of saves there. And again, you know, you know, again, it's not his fault what that score is. And being able to stay focused and making those saves, brilliant, brilliant saves there, Karsten. Now we're queuing up the next one. It's a 1-1 game in the first period, eight minutes on the clock. A little steal from the defenseman coming in on the breakaway, breaking in hard right. Oh, little <laughs> filthy flash. You know what sometimes, too, Chris, what I love? What's that? Because, I, I, you know, again, we'll go, we'll call it the Washer Sturkin big windmill stuff. Like, they were the two that, you know, because you got to re- reference, a, you know, a, a present-day goalie and a, and a past one for that. But sometimes yeah. just the quick snap of the glove and pulling it into your body, to me, is also classic because it's just like, eh. I had it this whole time, right? Wasn't yep. that big of a deal. So, Karsten, nice save there with the uh, flash of the leather, buddy. Nice save. <laughs> so, let's talk about those Northern Colorado Eagles, and we'll start off with Charles Anthony Barbeau. Yeah, so the cab out of St. Remy. Is it St. Remy, Quebec? The cab. I love that, by the way. <laughs> the cab. <laughs> yeah, it would be St. Remy. That's correct. All right. And he's a 2002. He's in his third year with the Northern Colorado Eagles, and he was a staple in net for the team the previous season. He's posted excellent numbers this season, including one shutout, but split time substantially with fellow O2 Quebecer Roussel. He'd have highlights in October, but the camera quality for the one we have in Ogden wasn't the greatest for us to feature. But I did send it to you, and I will say he also played amazing. I haven't seen the game yet, but I think he had a 42-save performance in a 3-2 shootout win over Ogden last night. But, um, but yeah, I haven't got a chance to get around to that game yet because I was working today. But, uh, yeah, you should have at least one 
fugly camera view save for him in your inbox. Yeah, a little bit dark here, guys. Um, <laughs> so it was it was a bad game for whatever happened, but they they fixed it later in the game. Unfortunately, <laughs> not yeah. here. Yeah, it happens, right? So three nothing here in the second period, thirteen thirty six on the clock. We're watching a quick transition in the neutral zone here. Guy breaking down hard from the left. Oh, no! <laughs> he picks up the second guy trailing and makes the next save. Brilliant. Just brilliant. First save, nice push on the second save. Cabby, well done, my friend. Well done. <laughs> yeah, we love the cab here at the podcast. So uh, we, we, we're hoping to get a bunch more saves for him featured uh, moving forward. But uh yeah, this one is just when you when you put it on the big screen, it's just oh god, it was such a fugly fugly camera day. They fixed it though. Again, they fixed it, so it's pretty rare for Ogden to have a a bad camera feed. But you know, technology's technology. If it can get you, it will. All right. Yes, my friend. Sorry, I'm still gloating about that. I wasn't expecting. Like I was genuinely shocked <laughs> when that second man came. In, I was like, oh, there's a fat rebound right there, and not the goalie's fault because he made the first save on the breakaway. And what a recovery. Again, sorry, guys. <laughs> Got to take a moment, catch my breath. All right, so we got Ulrich Roussel we're talking about next. Yeah, so fellow Quebecer here, Audemars from Blanc. So he's been mistaken for a bowling pin this season as he was run down Lucic Miller style in Utah. And then I think the following game is he got run over in net in Pueblo. Uh, and fair to say he, he had enough by last weekend's action when they were home against Pueblo as he just ended up dropping a guy and throwing punches. I'm not saying it's good in junior hockey. I'm just saying that if you're going to keep hitting a goalie, this is what happens. He doesn't seem, again, like the tendy you'd want to make angry, as he seems to even play better. So he, he must have that mentality, as, as I have that, because as I got angry, the puck got bigger. Uh, but given his numbers, uh, you don't want to see him angry. He shared the net substantially, again, with aforementioned Charles Anthony Barbeau, stopping 171 of 186 shots faced this season. And, uh, yeah, he's had several featured on the uh, October saves in November. So give him a look. So, yeah, Chris wanted to send me this clip so I could see exactly what happened. So yeah. here we go. Puck's in the neutral zone. It's coming on down. Then we got a race for the puck. Roussel's playing the puck. And, yeah, zero, zero attempt, high hit, knocking the helmet off. Like, come on. Come on. Yeah, That's ridiculous. It was dirty. Just yeah. ridiculous. So, but let's talk something else. And Roussel, stand up for yourself, man. Like, I don't blame you. That's 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 Bush League stuff right there. So let's take a look at one of your awesome saves here. So, one to nothing, 11 35 <laughs> didn't even get this finishing the time on the ice nice reaction save quick little pass out from behind the net guys wide open in the slot and what a reaction save beautiful 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 uh defenders uh little tip uh don't all go behind the net <laughs> <laughs> This might be the game I, where he ended up throwing down because I think this this was the fifth November uh, this game that I sent you that highlight from and yeah I don't uh, this might have been the game he ended up uh, defending himself. Such a good reaction save like that's so tough like that puck and that guy's so wide open in the slot that guy had time to sit down you know have a meal <laughs> digest it 
you know, get a little back massage before you took that shot. Like that guy was so wide open, so wide open. Funny side note that the ASU game, it was funny the because uh, it's, it's along the same lines because there was some guys behind us that played hockey and they were talking about street hockey and different stuff. And I kind of wanted to jump in, but I was like, ah, I'm kind of eavesdropping on their conversation. But there was a the player for Alaska had a wide open net. This was a yawning cage. It wasn't the goalie's fault. But the goalie realized what happened, and he didn't catch his edge properly, right, for ASU. So, yeah, he dropped his edge, and then as he was trying to push over, he stumbled a bit. But instead of him pulling the trigger in a wide open net, did the uh, good old uh, Mighty Ducks triple deke and shot the puck over the net. <laughs> <laughs> like I said to my daughter, she's playing soccer right now. If you got a yawning cage, well, rip it. Just rip it. You know, just rip that shot because the goalie's not set. It's going to be so hard to save. But right there, that was amazing. All right. So after that lengthy <laughs> conversation about that one, let's take a look at Evan Stringer. Yeah. So Evan Stringer's an 05 out of Fort Collins, Colorado. Uh, he's a local Northern Colorado product. And uh, he's potentially the future for the masked men in the Eagles nets because the other two will be aging out for the following season. He's impressed early on, stopping 114 of 122 shots faced. Uh, We don't have any video for him yet, but uh, we're sure that's not going to be far off. Yeah, Evan, if there's anything that you know was ever recorded or you want to talk to us about something, yes, reach out to us because... Uh, it's pretty pretty good save percentage right there, my friend. That's <laughs> yes, not it bad is. at all. All right, let's talk about those Ogden Mustangs, the team that I wanted to go watch play, but we just couldn't make happen. Still heartbroken, but we will get this done one of these days. Oh, we're definitely getting it done. I got to fly back and uh, unload my storage unit to get it to Canada or Copenhagen. So. Uh, going to try to line that up with uh, some Mustangs action. But yeah, we're going to talk with uh, Trey Hirschfield to start. He's an 0-2 out of Littleton, Colorado. He's in his third season of junior hockey and his second season with the Mustangs, though he spent the bulk of last season with the NHL's, uh, I think, Danbury Junior Hattricks before seeking uh, actual in-game action, appearing in two regular season games and one playoff game for the Mustangs, putting up an impressive 9-2-1 and 9-5-3 save percentage, respectfully. He's had some absolute beauties featured so far, and I think I sent you two of them. Check out the first one. So I'm pausing this so I can read off the time because it's kind of funny, though, when I can't even spit out the time on ice, right? So we're in the third period. We got a 6-5 game. All right. 14 Pucks October. Back. Pucks back in the corner. Oh, nice. Oh, okay, guys. I couldn't even spit this out because the camera was weird. We had a scrum going on in the corner for the puck. The puck had swung on out. Great push out. He identifies that there's nobody behind him. Right. He identifies that he's aware of his puck presence there, you know, and he's got a defender coming on in, but he pushes way out. Actually, I'm wrong. There was somebody behind him. So that's brave. Like he pushes out to make the initial save, makes a butte and then puck spits free and he keeps his recovery. Now, he kind of spun out a bit. The camera angles off there. But holy cow, nice push. Way to cut down that angle. Beautiful. That's how you save a game, too. Oh, that's exactly it. You know, yeah. and, and so and with that, too, guys, and this is that whole communication with your defense, you're only making that push, you know, if you can trust that your guys are going to scoop up those extra players. Right. So beautiful push way to cut down that angle and, you know, beautiful save. So now we're transitioning to an overtime. Oh, here we go. Seven October. Yep. One thirteen and OT. Here we go. They're entering the zone. Pass across. Oh, ho, 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 ho. 
He robs what should have been an easy tap-in goal. Guys, wide open, nice, hard push. And I love this, right? It's not just a push across. It's the push out and across so that puck cannot be elevated. Nice, nice save, nice save. Great. Like, that's the, okay, losing my mind over these things, right? Because that's just, <laughs> you know, I'll go back and reference somebody who you love, Marc-Andre Fleury, right? Love my flower. Oh, and great personality in the game, super reflexes. But Flower was having a downtime in his hockey career because he was just a he was butterfly goalie, and right he wasn't standing up. A little bit on the shorter side for the NHL goalies, man's way taller than my uh, little hobbit. But <laughs> centered myself there. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but in order to save his career, you know, because he was just getting beat over the shoulders, somebody made him stand up. Just said, you know, Flower, push out more, stand up, don't drop right away. And it just like totally, re, you know, just 180 his 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 career again. Like he became an exciting goalie to watch again. And it was stuff like that that he would do too. Is like push, don't just push across. Push out and across before you even drop it to, to stop that puck from getting elevated so quickly. So you don't have to make as dramatic of a save. Like that's a heck of a save, Trey. Great save. Not taking anything away from that, but it was the brilliance of that push out, you know, and across at the same time. Nice save. Nice save. Whew. Blood pressure's up after that one. So now let's take a look <laughs> at Owen Yancey. Yeah, so Owen Yancey's an 0-2 out of Gilbertsville, Pennsylvania. He joins the Mustangs for his fourth season of USPHL action, having previously played in the Philadelphia Hockey Club's U18 and Premier Clubs the past three seasons. His play has been impressive so far, and it's raised some eyebrows. He has an excellent save percentage, and he's got some great saves featured on our Twitter and Instagram. Steve, they're in your inbox. Go queuing it on up, hitting pause again so to get caught. It's an 8 1 game. 16, 21 October. Yep. 16 minutes left to go in the third. Here we go. Shot from the side of the net, pushing over for the rebound. Oh, just staying with that puck. Staying with that puck. Good fight. Good fight. So, unfortunately for the defender, you know, uh, that puck ends up in between the skates, right? Bounces off the goalie in between the skates. He can't locate it. But hey, this is we've got your backs, defenders. Don't push people on us, by the way. Uh, that's how you have our backs but yeah bails out his defender then it's not his fault like the puck's in his feet but he stays with the puck he keeps battling then just covers it on up nicely done nicely done way to remain focused in that kind of little scramble there well done so now we're going over to the next highlight where it's a three to one game third period 15 minutes left to go in it here we go oh guy tries to spin a rama move on him shuts him down Nice push across, takes away all the lower net on him. Not He had no chance of scoring either. Nice. Nicely. Done. Yeah, that was during the showcase. So one of the showcase games on the 27th, I think it's Hudson, but I'm not 100% sure uh, who we played that game. But uh, And again, a, yeah, nice push, a nice push out and across, right? Like comes out. The guy has zero chance to elevate that puck at that at that point because it's just going to be all pad or stick. Looks like he got his his you know I can't see where the puck goes, but he either got it with his paddle or his pad. But nice push out there. Yeah, it's a beaut. Not a bad play to to take that kind of shot. But now let's talk about those Provo Predators, my friend. 
Heck yeah. The Provo Predators will start with Landon Palmer. He's a 2003 out of Sandy, Utah. He played college hockey with Utah Valley University last season. I think he just played a couple games, but he entered his second year of actual junior hockey with the Provo Predators, having played previously in the NA3HL. He's had a save featured on PHH Official on Twitter and Instagram, and he stopped 74 of 88 shots so far this season, so he hasn't seen a ton of action just yet. And I think he might have gotten more action this weekend, but my stats are as of... Uh, Friday, so you know you you should have a save in your inbox. Yeah, 29th of October looks like. So here we go, and we've got a nothing to nothing game right here. We've got goose eggs up on the board. 17 minutes in, guy breaking in from the left side or right side. Sorry, push across splits in. <laughs> oh guys, like watching you guys do the splits now, it, it hurts me. I used to be able to do that. Yeah, but you, you know what? It, it's it's an it's an impressive save, but you also I don't know how like how this is possible. You made the splits look easy. <laughs> right nice save it's nice youth save. it's youth <laughs> <laughs> uh life before arthritis my friend all right uh, let's talk about bryson stern there now sorry it, my apologies we're going to talk about joseph Shaw. yeah yeah so he's a 2002 out of norwood massachusetts he enters his third year of junior hockey having played previously in the wshl and last season with the usphl's potomac patriots posting a 0.906 save percentage in four games played he's seen a bit more action than that of aforementioned palmer stopping 118 of 139 shots so far this season but uh, we don't have a clip for him just yet all right joseph hopefully we'll get to see you in some action there so i can react to some of your saves so let's look at Bryson Stern now. Yeah, so Bryson Stern's an 03 out of Littleton, Colorado. He joined the Predators this season out of the Colorado Springs Tigers 18U AAA program, playing between the 18UA and the NAPHL 18U, posting a .921 and .908 save percentage, respectively, in 23 games played. He's carried the bulk of time in the blue paint so far this season and has some spectacular saves featured on PHH Official on Twitter and Instagram. And get ready for it, Steve. You're going to be happy. So it looks like the 27th and 6th of October. So clicking on the first highlight here, pausing it again so I can actually get the words out before (laughs) the save's (laughs) made. So we've got a 4-3 game, 11.45 left in the third. Guys just breaking down. Oh, oh. That guy got, that puck was moved too easily down the middle, and it was fed right onto the stick of the uh, opposing team player. It's, It's right there. Nice little pass. Credit to that credit there, but we've got three of his teammates just not picking somebody up in the middle. And nice push, nice push, nice lower pad save because that was a hard right to left from the uh, the offensive player, and he made that look easy too. But way to track that puck in that crowd. Nice save. Let's All right, now let's move on to 6 October. Get ready Indeed. for it. Indeed. Let me take a look at this. All right. We got a nothing to nothing game here. <laughs> I couldn't even get words out. This one, I'm going to put in slow motion so I can actually talk about it. Pucks coming <laughs> around the boards. Like, I couldn't even spit it out because that one happened so fast. It's like, well, there's a save. Puck gets spit out around the board. It's rimming around. The guy picks it on up, just fired right out in front, and a beautiful push-out sprawling save to rob <laughs> and to keep the game knotted at zero. Nice save. Nice quick reaction save. Wow. That was cool. <laughs> that was a beaut. That I, was I like a beaut. the ones that catch me off guard like that, that I, you know, I'm not expecting it to happen so quick. And then there it is, just slamming right at me in the face. That was awesome. 
All right, my friend. <laughs> let's let's shift over to those Pueblo Bulls now and Lucas Bjork. Yeah, so Lucas uh, is a 2003 out of Sweden. He's playing in his first season of North American Junior Hockey, having played junior hockey the past three seasons in Sweden's IF Sundball hockey program. I'm probably going to get ripped apart for pronouncing these wrong. Uh, he's impressed so far as the primary backup starter to Timmins and has several October saves featured on our Twitter and Instagram. And you should have at least two of those in your inbox. Yeah, we're looking at the 22nd and 14th of October. Queuing up the first one, pausing it. So we got a two to nothing game in the second period at the 433 mark. And one thing I got to make a comment on those jerseys. Is that like a purple color? Yeah, that's a uh, that's their Hockey Fights Cancer jerseys, I think. For oh, Pueblo. very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I know. Just like yeah. those jerseys pop on the ice, man. Like they grab your eye. So, yeah, OK, they're... so queuing up the actual play here. Come on. Twitter froze on me. So here we go. Defender coughs up the puck there a bit. Guy's breaking on a breakaway. Oh, <laughs> Hard push on over to make that save. Now the, the defender got was trying to chip it ahead to another player. Well, I can see a stick go flying there, and he makes the nice <laughs> push over. Nice save. See that stick go tossing on up in the air? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice, nice save there, Lucas. Nice save. So now we're kicking on to the next game. So it's a 3-3 three to three game. 7-24 in the second period. Right off the faceoff. Here we go. Got a little bit of a scramble. Pucks against the boards. Firing, oh, guys, wide open in front, push. There we go again. Nice push out, cut down the angle to make the save. And that guy got free pretty easy there. He got lost in that little shuffle. Yeah. Yes, he did. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. He was puck watching. Couldn't score, though. Yeah. Didn't score. Again, go tap your goalie in the pads. Don't push anybody into him. And thank him. So now let's go to Jack Sundhall. Yeah, so Jackson Holes, a 2002 out of Goatberg, Sweden, uh, including fellow countryman Bjork. So that's two Swedish netminders they have there in Pueblo this year. Um, and he's played as a hockey in Sweden between two different teams last season. And uh, this year, he hasn't seen a lot of action so far, but he has posted a 2-1 record, stopping 58 of 65 shots faced. And we don't actually have any clips for him just yet because he hasn't seen a lot of action, but we're sure we're going to get some soon. All right, so shifting on over to Alexander Timmons. Yeah, so Alex Timmons, an 0-2 out of Stillwater, Minnesota. He's in his third year of junior hockey and his second season with the Bulls. He is the bona fide starter in Pueblo this season, and he has been incredibly steady in that, stopping 346 of 376 shots faced so far. And he's got several of those featured on our Twitter and Instagram, and you have two of them in your box, both from the 5th of November. All right, so we're in the second period at about the three-minute mark, three-to-nothing game, and queuing it on up. Yeah, I'm watching a guy with a puck on his stick speeding in. I have a feeling I know what's going to happen here, Chris. All right, <laughs> hitting play, hard break coming down from the left side, power move, and oh, make it look – it's a nice-looking save. You made it look easy. You made it look easy, Alex. Well done. I'm, I always watch <laughs> it the second time because that's just a nice, you know, left-to-right push took away everything you, you gave him nothing to shoot at but nice power move by that forward though dropping that shoulder you know and coming across in the defender there so nice save alex so we're going to check out your next one here now three nothing at the 534 mark we got a little scrum in in behind the net so here we go that comes out looking for the oh wide open what a save <laughs> nicely done nicely done nice reaction quick push save 
he was wide open again. The guy's wrapping out around the net. He's got a yawning cage. Holy cow, he's got a lot to look at. And that's a nice, hard push. It looks like he caught it with the blocker, possibly, of the pad. It's hard to see, but nice save. Man, that guy got lost in the shuffle. What's amazing there, too, Chris, is there's two guys that are wide open sitting beside that net. Wow. Again, yeah, tap your tendy on the pads there, guys. He bailed you on out. Wow. Nice, <laughs> yes, nice, nice save. Okay. Oof. Again, you know what? I may not need caffeine anymore before this. Um, so we're going <laughs> to look at those Utah outliers now. Yeah, so the Utah Outliers, we're going to start with Nathan Dickey, the 03 out of Butler, Pennsylvania. He's competing in his third season of junior hockey and joins the Outliers after last season bouncing between four teams between the NA3HL, NAHL, and NCDC. He's been quite impressive so far and has nearly evenly split the time with Marco Felicetti down there in the West Valley. He has several October saves featured in November, and you should have a couple of them in your inbox, including... One from the 29th and 7th of October. All right. And just a quick thing here. Uh, this is my nice little nod to humanity. Why on God's green earth do we need to have labels on glass now that say stay off glass? Watch for flying pucks. <laughs> oh, my goodness oh. gracious. So I'm, I'm sorry. I'm pausing this to talk about the ASU arena. Love the setup. But if you're going to watch a game and you are not behind the net, do not get lost in conversation because it's so close to that ice that if that puck comes rifling over the glass, oh, you're going to eat, you're going to eat rubber and it's not going to be yeah. fun. So, but the whole, I've seen it happen multiple times at junior hockey games where people just aren't paying attention and they get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I was at a coyotes game where the puck just got chipped over the glass and the guy was not paying attention. He was in the first row, especially in the first row, pay attention. The puck was just a chip came over, hit him on top and hadn't split him wide. Actually, and sorry to divert back to this, but you know what I couldn't believe, Chris? Somebody else took that puck from that guy afterwards, smashed him on the melon, cut him wide open, and then somebody else grabbed that puck. Come on, come on, give the man the game puck. Yeah, that's that's his puck. That's his puck. It's his you you need the evidence of where the scar came from. <laughs> exactly, and it's just like <laughs> spitting on a piece of pizza so nobody else eats it. Hey, the guy got his blood all over it, so come on, he earned that puck. But anyway, yeah. So uh, this this is an arena in Blaine. I believe it's in Blaine, Minnesota, because it was a showcase game against the yeah. uh, looks like the River Kings. So yeah, we got a two to nothing game here right now. Third period, one twenty two. Puck is behind the net. So here we go. Oh, nice. Oh. <laughs> 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 it's just like that's almost like i hate to put it that way but like an fu save like it's the only thing i could think of is like yeah i had this all the way along because yeah, like, look at that like it's just so effortless so effortless yeah. that save like just he stares through screen. the guy's soul when he takes the puck oh <laughs> you know? god man like yeah like right he's screened and he still makes it just look easy the only thing is the the guy that was screening them like good job on the goalie to get past him a bit there but the screen was let up a bit, but he tracks that puck well, and he just makes that glove save look easy. Well, well done, Nathan. Well done. So looking at the next one here now, queuing it on up. We got a three. Oh, another overtime game. 25 seconds on the clock. 3-3. Three, three. This might be the same game with the the save you saw from Hirschfield. I mean, honestly, these two were just – This is. Uh, I think this is the game that Ogden beat Utah for one of Utah's, like – maybe two losses this season. I think they only have one regulation loss. I don't know. The stats may have changed since, but, uh, but yeah, Ogden took them down in a, in a shootout. And I tell you what, Hirschfield and, and Dickey were just, they were incredible. But yeah, I think this is the same overtime. 
All right, so here we go. 25 seconds on the clock. Puck's right beside the net. We're looking for somebody wide open. Here it is. There's the pass. Oh, no, he holds it. Well, <laughs> hey, so great job on that player. Nice patience on the puck. Because I thought that pass was going to come across a little bit sooner. But nice patience. You find the wide open man. You know, he's creeping on in, looking for the little tip. And what a push. And what a save. What a save. Nathan Dickey, I got to talk to you here at some point, buddy. That was a great save, buddy. <laughs> Already a fan. Already a fan. Wow. All right. Hey, hey attendees, I'm a fan of all of you. I just got to tell you. Got to have respect for anybody putting on the pads and willingly trying to stop rubber being fired at you. But uh, shifting on over now, Marco Felicetti. Let's talk about yeah. him. Yeah, so Felicetti's an 03 out of Cavalese, Italy, in the Italian netminders in his second full season with the Outliers. And I tell you what, man, he was having an amazing 21-22 campaign until an injury cut it short. But this season, he's picked up where he left off, and he's got several saves featured on our Twitter and Instagram pages. And you have two of them in your inbox from the 21st and 28th of October. All right, cueing this bad boy on up. Oh, I love. you know what, Chris, I'm getting excited about now? I love watching these clips when it's like, you know, a tie game or, you know, a moment of impact, right? So 3-3 game, third period, 18.03 on the clock. We've got, oh, I can already see it unfolding here, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like this is a three on two and the puck's already moving. So here we go. Oh, it's hard to see, but yeah, this is a really tough clip to see. But in all this chaos and traffic, so the one, so the player that has the puck doesn't pass it, decides he's going to take it harder than that. And again, this making a save look easy there. Nice push, way to not get distracted in that middle. And well done, Marco. Well done. Cue up the next one here. So ha, go figure, Chris. Four four <laughs> game. Yeah. Four four hockey game, buddy. Couldn't see this coming. Three fifty on the clock, and oh, it looks like we got a breakout here. Oh no, he raw. Oh my goodness. Yeah, look you at it closely. Just that puck up like you just. Like Santa Claus came to town here, buddy. Like holy cow, like <laughs> clear that puck, get it out of there, and then go tap your goalie on the pads for this once again. Oh, strips some of the puck, rips a shot, and that rebound save. <laughs> oh, Marco. Oh, Marco. <laughs> oh, oh, jeez, Marco. What a nice reaction save on that rebound. You know, good job on that, you know, because that's tough, too. He makes a good save in that. It's a quick rebound shot, and he got robbed. Oh, Marco, ripping the souls out of other players. I love it. Okay, so <laughs> Lawrence Letty. I, I got to go back to that save one more time because like, that's just yeah. brilliant, right? And I'm not crapping on the defender there, but you got stripped of the puck, like just completely stripped. And, you know, I should say of his, of his offensive player there. But, you know, it, it happens. It's going to happen. So nice play to strip of the puck and then rip that shot. And, you know, it, to me, it's a great shot on net because, you know, you've got people there for the rebound. So offensive players, you know, and goalies, you know, they won't hate me for this because it's not a it's not a mystery. But if you don't have a great look and you know you're facing a really good goaltender, rip it hard low off the pads. We have no choice because that's another pet peeve, Chris. I'm going to pause on for a second to talk about is. 
problem. How did that goalie yeah. kick out the, the rebound like that? Well, what do you expect us to do sometimes, guys? That's a hard, low shot placed there on purpose to generate that rebound. We don't have a choice. You do your best to try to kick it over to the corner or to try to make it die on your pads. But if it's a ripper of a shot, you've got to kick your leg out because it's how we make the save. It's going to generate a rebound, right? So yeah. nice shot. Nice reaction by that team to try to put it by them. But again, oh, Marco, well done. So now let's talk about Lawrence Letty. <laughs> yeah, so Lawrence Letty is the 03 local kid out of Salt Lake City. And uh, he played actually in the Utah Outliers U14 program back in the 16-17 season. And uh, since then, he's gained a ton of experience between the NAPHL and USHL, but returns to West Valley to compete in his hometown organization. Uh, though at this point, he's had limited time in net so far. But that said, his numbers are stellar and he is at least one video clip featured so far for pigeonhole hockey in november for the october saves and you have that one in your inbox all right queuing this one on up here we go we got a nothing nothing game i cannot see the time on the clock but right away i see two players cutting down the middle of the ice one defender everybody chasing so here we go we got a two-on-one nice pass across nice push and nice rebound save look at that look at that so again we're going to go back Oh, that was a dirty little dangle. See that nice little dangle there? Because that yeah. pass coming across, you know, doesn't catch it. Or let's see, one sec. Is it the pass coming across? Yep. There's the pass across. Nice little toe drag, little shuffle back across, and he pushes over and makes a nice save. Well done. And and then swallows up that rebound. So on that one, Lawrence, nice save, nice rebound control. Yeah, that's a beauty. That's an absolute beauty. And that's actually where we finish off this podcast because. Those were the goalies and the masked men, or, you know, I guess synonymous right there, of the USPHL's Mountain Division. And give us your feedback. What do you think of these episodes? Because people really love the Northwest's episode, and we're goalies. We will talk about goalies and with goalies all day long. And so we hope you guys really do enjoy it and that you reach out and tell us what you think. Yeah, so... And, and goalies, like, <laughs> I'm just such a fan of the saves. I, 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 Chris Chris nailed it on the head. I could I could watch these type of clips all day long. Yeah, I could watch 10 hours of this straight, and you're going to get the same honest reactions out of me on these. You know, and some of them, it's just that holy explosiveness. But, guys, when you hear that calm, like, oh, you just robbed them. Man, they're both equal. Like, both these, all these get my blood pressure just to go in here, guys. So, thank you. <laughs> thank you, boys, for shutting down the offensive players and putting them in their place. Love it. Love it. We we do love that. We That's what we live for as goalies. My goal in life is to deny yours. We love that. But that said, we do want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in. Be sure to reach out if you're in the junior or collegiate hockey world and wish to get on a future podcast. Also, follow us on Twitter at PHHOfficial or on Instagram at Pigeonhole underscore hockey to let us know what you think. This is the Pigeonhole Hockey Podcast with Chris and Steve. Have a great one, hockey fans. And remember, listeners, always clear your crease.